Welcome to the Chrysalis Podcast. I'm Krista Willis, your host, and I am so excited to share this episode with you today. This is pulled out of my archives, recorded during the very beginning of the pandemic, when I got the opportunity to sit down with the one and only Shanti Hoffman, you guys. She is a badass entrepreneur babe, raising a family, building incredible business with her husband, Garen of Hoffman Transportation. They started their business in 2016 and it has never been stronger. She's also an incredible luxury real estate agent now. You guys have to check out this episode. She dropped so many gems from just getting started to reinventing themselves along the way. So I found this, I pulled it out of the archives for you guys and I can't wait for you to listen. Hit the like button, review and share this episode. All right, let's get into it. All right, I am so excited to introduce you guys to my guest today. Her name is Shanti Hoffman, and Shanti is an amazing entrepreneur. So Shanti has made some incredible transformations in her life, in her career. And uh, fresh out of college, Shanti started her own concierge business in Miami, Florida. And by her second year at age 23, she'd grossed a million dollars and then decided to expand her business and move to LA. And it was several years later when she met her husband and together they decided to start this trucking business and also launch a series of courses to make life easy for those who want to get into this lucrative investment opportunity. So we're going to share more about that, but I want to jump right in with you, Shanti, and um, share with us a little bit about your career journey, the evolution, and mentally, emotionally, what may have led to you shifting. Okay. Well, hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. So let's rewind to when I was 23 years old and I had started my concierge business. Well, I was 22 actually. So 23 was my second year where I saw that it was booming. And when I say concierge, basically it was a, um, a business that would connect clients that needed jets, yachts, um, uh, five-star living if they needed to, if they wanted to go out and have that bottle service life, just like a VIP treatment. And obviously this was before Expedia, Travelocity. So business was booming. We all used travel agents and, you know, that, that third party person. So then that's over a decade ago. Wow. Time flies. So when I saw, wow, this is amazing. I'm doing this in Miami. Let me go expand to Los Angeles. I had spoke with my parents and mind you, my father's from India. My mom's from Philippines. So they're very old school, you know, by the book type of parents. So they, they were impressed with what I made, but at that time it wasn't the lifestyle that they wanted their daughter in. You know, they wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer or engineer. My family, they're in the medical field and they're also heavily um, involved in real estate investing. So, you know, that quote unquote, cause concierge is really like a party, you know, like when you think mm-hmm. of it, like that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really too enthused for me to move to Los Angeles, especially by myself. They're like, you're 23 years old, you know, this could be temporary, you know, those types of businesses only last for a short time. But if you're a doctor, you have a, a job for life, you, you know, pa- like parent stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I, so they refuse or like, no, you're not going to move. Like just 
go to um, grad school, just finish, do, do what you have to do, but you're not moving there, not yet at least. So they were actually on a trip to India. And I was like, you know what, now's the perfect time. I had my own place in Miami. I had two roommates. And luckily, I, I owned the home. So I was scot-free in mortgage. Um, thanks to my parents. But I decided, you know what, they're gone for a month. I'm going to pack my stuff. I'm going to ship my car. I'm going to just get another tenant for, to take my spot. And I could basically, the rent that I'm making from that home will pay my LA rent at least, you know. So I have some type of plan. Um, so I did that. I was like, you know what? I looked up some apartments. I first moved to North Hollywood and, um, I looked up, there were no, it was called NoHo 14. They were like the newest apartments in the Valley. They were super nice. And, um, I packed my stuff. I put all my clothes in the car, shipped it and I flew. And when I landed, my mom was like, Hey, how are you? This and that. And I was like, I'm just letting you guys know that I moved to LA <laughs> And they, they didn't talk to me for months. Like, I'm telling you, they were so, you know, like, imagine your little kid. Like, I was, you know, 23. Mind you, there might be 20-year-olds listening, but 20 is still so young. You have no idea what you're doing at 20, you know? So I was their little baby that moved and just basically defied them. And I did it. And it honestly, it was the best decision of my life. That's huge. Yeah. Crazy, right? And I didn't know one person in California, mind you, not one person. I just said, I mean, of course I had like some friends and connections from my uh, clients in Miami, you know, cause it's like a small Miami, Atlanta, New York, mm -hmm. LA, but it wasn't like actual family or real, you know, friends that I've grown up with, etc. So I just did it and I came out here and, um, the rest is history. <laughs> Right. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. I, I know for me, letting go of this need to tiptoe around what my parents might think. Right. Created a big shift for me. And just realizing that a lot of the reason I played small throughout my life or avoided taking those kind of risks was to avoid upsetting them or, you know, whomever it was. So right. at that point in your life, you really decided, I'm going to make this decision for me. This is what, this is what I truly want. Right. And it sounds like you really threw caution to the wind. <laughs> I just you know, I went all in. I just said, you know what? I'm moving in. It's like, I'm not, I, I of course want to respect my parents because respect is a big thing in our family. You should be in everyone's family. And they've done so much for me from when I was, you know, born till even now. but. I just felt like I needed to just do it for myself. For instance, I have a brother who's ten, eight years older than me. And like our parents, us, you know, they've had it hard growing up and they become successful. So they just kind of like want to just, you know, always make sure we're okay, this and that. And I was like, I need to do this on my own type of thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So throughout that journey, what brought you to, um, deciding to shift out of being a concierge and start something new. Okay. So I moved to LA, gorgeous LA. And, um, I, I actually continued on with my business for a, a couple years and it's slowly trickled down. I mean, LA is a whole different ball game because when you come here, 
a lot of these entertainers and athletes, boom, they have Black American Express. They have already contacts with, they don't need the middleman. You know, they already have the main source. So I was doing a lot of event planning for entertainers and athletes. So I was, you know, still making great money. Um, I had a lot of sponsorships with big companies for these events, but it still was trickling down. We started, you know, like I said, all these third-party companies. Now you can go online and book your own jet. Now you could book your own yacht. Everything was all virtual internet. So for me, business started slowing down. And, um, I was still, it was still enough to pay the bills. Um, but like I said, every, like in anything, some, some things die. I mean, I can't deny it. My parents are right. Right. <laughs> like it's not forever. So then 28 years old. So I did it. And then I was till I was about, so 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, a good, like six years, six years I was in business. And then 28 years old, I get pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yeah. probably threw things through a loop for you. It did. So I get pregnant and I have my wonderful baby. So life mm -hmm. changes. And actually, right. At, right before I was pregnant, business actually was booming that year. Like I was literally onto like something crazy because I had all these ideas and my name was really out there like everywhere like oh like she's the go-to if like you want to throw in a huge event like go to her you know her prices are high but she will get it done because I always made sure like they were incredible so basically that was supposed to be my year I mean it was my <laughs> year don't get me wrong but, um I had my baby and life changed because that the concierge life and that event planning that you're partying, you're out till 5 a.m. You're, you know, life is different. You, it's not as easy when you know you have an infant to come home to, you know? Right, so, so you, you're partying, you're out, that lifestyle, and then you decided you needed to pivot because your values had pivoted. Exactly. Your priorities had pivoted. Yes, life changed instantly. As soon as I gave birth, whew. Not even when I was pregnant. It didn't hit me when I was pregnant. Cause I was like, okay, the, like you don't feel it yet. Once the baby's born, your motherly instincts kick in. And you're like, wow, like, okay, I got to switch it up a little bit. So, but you know, even when I was pregnant, I started to transform. Like I was doing uh, mommy and me classes, like with other Instagram people. Like I, I would say, Hey, let's do all like pregnant or uh, ladies with babies. Let's go hiking. Like I try, I, started to transform myself to be like to promote like motherhood and you know like that type of lifestyle like so I wanted to change from what I was known for so now I'm like okay I'm a mom I have a family and let's promote motherhood and entrepreneurship and career and you know it just changed just like that in one year people are probably like who the hell is she <laughs> yeah, and so you started changing the types of conversation you were having like on your social media and you found yourself attracting more like-minded women and rather than the the partiers. I grew up like it took it just just like that. I it's like it's not that I didn't I wasn't fully grown up, but it just life was different because it was like, okay, all I got to do is what? Do this and make some money, throw a party or or uh connect to people, it was just so, it was different, you know? And then when you're like, you have that baby, it's just a total difference. 
Now, when you decided to go into investing and the new business with trucking and transportation, was there a moment where you were like, okay, it's now or never, or was it more a gradual transition for you? Okay, mind you, before trucking, so I had the baby and I I can't sit at home. Like I'm not the mom that is going to sit at home and just sit there while husband's working. Like that's not me. Like I love, I'm a go-getter as I've mentioned in my bio since middle school. <laughs> so um, I, I was thinking of things that I wanted to do. So first I said, you know what? I told my husband, I want to do something. Like, I don't know what it is, but I, I we need to, I, I need to do something. He was, he's a longshoreman in Long Beach. So he works on the ports. He works with export import from like China, India. He works on the ports. So it's a really good business. They make, whew, Benefits are good. They make anywhere from 80 to 100 an hour. It's a really great job. I didn't have to work. I mean, that was, you know, a good income for our family, but I wanted to contribute and I wanted to double it. Like I was a type that's like, you know what, if you're working, I'm going to work. Let's, let's both bring in the bag, you know, together. So um, granted we were stable and good and insurance benefits, amazing. Um, I said I needed to do something. So I went to actually get my license for a manicurist because we wanted to open a nail salon. So I did that. I went to school, it was like three months and I went to go work at some nail shops just to get experience. That shit was not for me. I'm not going to lie, but my, my, my poor husband, he's so supportive. So that was business number one. Mind you, I, I, I'm going to keep my license up though, just in case in the future I decide but that wasn't like my passion. I got my license and if I want to do it. Okay. So boom. So I told him, I was like, nah, never mind. It's not for me. So he's like, oh my God. So next thing I was like, you know what? Um, I have a, a girlfriend of mine. She owns an insurance company for like auto, um, home insurance, et cetera. She owns a, she owned a, a farmers or something like that. And I saw she was bringing in really good money. So I'm like, let me go get my license. So <laughs> I know, right? So I go to do that and I go get, I actually go work at AAA because I want the experience. So I already, I get my license, but I want experience before you open your own. You know, that's the best thing to do. You want to learn it, learn the game. So I did, I was killing it top age and I was like, okay, boom, I'm ready to go open an Allstate. And then thought about it. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I want to do it. So my husband's like, oh my God, you're driving me crazy. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to open a juice bar at a gym. Like I could like, honestly, and I'm like probably 29 by this time, like literally couldn't decide. So I want the women to know that it's okay if you don't know what you want to do, because I didn't change my major and I'm sorry, not even my major, my career, like 10 times. I've, I probably have every certificate known to man like that's, And it's okay because you know what? How will you know? you know right. what you want to do so it's okay even if you're 35 and you don't know it's okay like just until you figure it out do what you gotta do try everything at that point so um no go ahead so let me ask you this what do you think looking back now in hindsight there was a driving core motivator like you knew deep down what you were looking for what was motivating you was it financial freedom for your family? Was it something that was fun and joyful? What do you think was your core motivator for the career you were searching for? Everything. I mean, financial freedom, because like I was able to 
my parents were able to provide for me and do everything I've ever wanted to do. So me looking at my child, I'm like, I need to do the same. You know, I want to move to a bigger home. I want to have nicer cars. Not only that, like I, I like to know like, okay, this is ours. We built it. Like we own this. Now let's grow it type of thing. It's also, it's more of a, uh, an inside feeling where it's like, okay, we started here. Now let's grow it together and see what we could do with it type of thing. So that's how I felt. I felt like, you know what? Like, that's why I changed so often. I was like, you know what? This is not for me. No, this is like, I did it. I would finish school. I would actually kill it. And then say, you know what? This is not for me. <laughs> and it, it was, it was, I could imagine how stressful it was on my husband, but he's been, he was so supportive. He took care. He made sure everything was fine. And he'd always be like, you know what? Whatever you want to do. So that's, I'm so blessed to have him because, you know, some, some people would have been like, you know, she's, she's lost. She don't know what the hell she want to do. Well, so. that's great that you found yourself in such a supportive relationship that allowed you to try different things and, you know, step into your greatness. So, so I understand then you were led into this career as a realtor. Yes. So before realtor, I was actually, uh, we started, we decided so my husband said foot down and he was like you know what I know you want to do something and we need to we we, sh we should have more income we have a good savings so let's invest that into something so he said what about the trucking industry I obviously you know my background and I was like trucking like what like I know nothing about trucking so him being on the ports and working with containers you know and a lot of his buddies in that industry um, he knew about trucking. He had family members. So he was like, yeah, it's a really good business. We should, we should get into it. If you're open, let's use, you know, our savings and buy a truck. So I was like, a truck? Like, are you sure you don't want to do like any of the other things? And he was like, just trust me. I was scared. I already know. He was like, you know what? Don't worry. We got this. So boom, we use our savings and we get our first truck. So this is 2016. We actually got a pickup. It was, it's called a hot shot. So it's a, it's a, it's like a huge Dodge Ram 3500, the big trucks. And basically you attach a trailer to it and you can, you strap like containers or he was hauling airport parts and you just ship, you just drive them from maybe San Diego to LA or LA to, you can go anywhere. So it's considered over the road, but it's hot shotting. So he said, you know what, I'm going to um, drive for the first year to just know my craft. That's always his thing. I'm going to know my craft. That's why he, even he said when he, when I wanted to open a nail salon, he was like, yeah, you can go do it without a license, but know your craft when it comes to business. Get your license, know your craft. So um, he drove for the first year and guess who was with him in the back seat? Me and our son. <laughs> so um, we were always there and he... It, he realized actually not all the time so we were there a majority of the time but it was it wasn't making sense because we would be spending money on hotels and eating out it just didn't make sense so towards like you know the last six months he was like let me just do it work if I have to I'll sleep in the truck and just do different loads and make the money and come back so he realized you know what it's it's not for me I don't like being away from home and I'm not really a trucker you know like he, he that's just it just it is what it is whether you like driving or you don't like driving he said it's not for me so we made enough money I think we, we gross like a good amount for what we put in we made about 250 the first year which is great for a new business profit so we use that 
and we bought our, we, we decided, we did research and we decided to go into the dump truck industry for one, it's local work for two, it's great money. And for three, it's local work. <laughs> so then again, we used, we, with the money that we made, we went and bought a dump truck outright cash. So we did, and we were like, wow, this is a very lucrative business. And this next thing, we got two, three, four, five trucks, all cash. And for all you business owners, dumbest mistake of our life, buying, paying cash. Do Pay not, cash. yeah, paying. It's, we thought, our mentality was like, ooh, you know how people are, I got the title, we own these trucks or these cars or this and that. No, when you go, when you start a business, you want to build that credit because if someone was to, con now we're good, we're building the credit. But three years ago, when a contractor had reached out to us and said, we need 10 trucks, we didn't just go have 1.5 to just go buy 10 trucks. We, I couldn't go get financed because all our trucks were cash. So there was no credit built. So we lost an opportunity and a really good contract because we didn't have 10 trucks and we couldn't get it. So my advice too is to all the business owners is to definitely build that credit. Who cares if you own it? Build the credit and then, you know, eventually it works out for you best in the long run. You might pay some interest, but like I said, in the long run, it works. Wow, that's great advice. So you're suggesting business owners make it a priority to build the credit. Num absolutely. That has way more spending power than cash. Sure. Awesome. So let's dive in a little bit to a topic I love talking about, um, manifestation. Uh, do you, have you used, you know, the law of attraction throughout, you know, your life and have you found any valuable lessons from your life about manifesting the things that you want? I actually just started manifesting. At one point, I didn't realize how important it is to actually manifest it, to dream it, to think it. Um, the life that I'm living now, I have to say was for manifesting. I, I, you think that you're not manifesting, but when maybe you're in one day in your, you're in your room, you're like, I just, I hope I find like a good husband and I have a good family. And like, you know, you think it, you dream it, you believe it. It really does work. You know, you, once you change your thoughts, it can work. A lot of people manifest and they have the same mind frame. You can't do that. Right. Because if you have, if you have the same mind frame, if you keep going for the same type of guy, how are you going to manifest that dream husband? You have to change your mindset and it could happen. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I believe I came to a point where I looked around and I realized I was not happy with the life and the circumstances that I was in. And I wasn't able to really make those shifts and change my mindset until I owned and took accountability for what I had attracted, what I had created right. in my life. Uh, so going back to you and your passion and your purpose now and helping other entrepreneurs to, to launch and to grow a business of their own. Have you had the opportunity to do that and talk to us a little bit about how you're doing? Yes, so uh, fast forward to now, to four years later, we decided to create 
a course teaching people how to get into the trucking industry. Um, people are wondering why too, like, why would you teach that? Aren't you going to lose business? Honey, this is a billion, a trillion dollar industry. There is so much work for everybody. There's no point in keeping it a secret. There's so much opportunity out here for women, for minorities, for um, veterans. This, the list goes on. I mean, we, our first year, actually our first, well, our second year when we got into the dump truck industry, mind you, I mean, it's not, it wasn't, of course, all the way perfect. We hit bumps. We purchased the wrong things. We spent maybe like 50 to maybe even a hundred thousand on stuff that wasn't needed, which a lot of people do when you get into business, you don't know. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that people that are in the trucking industry don't have to go through that and spend pointless money or just figure it out through Google. Like we're here to help you. That's why we've created courses. And what drove us to creating courses is that tons of friends and family and people from Instagram and social media, just anywhere we were, we're like, how do you get in the industry? How did you do this? And eventually you get tired getting on those calls and telling everybody, this is what I did. This is what I, it gets tiring every week. Somebody was like, can we come over and talk? And it's like, we have our family too. We homeschool our child. Like we have a lot going on. And you know what we said, you know what, let's create a course, which has been extremely successful. We've already had workshops in Orlando and LA. We had a few in LA. We've had several on the East Coast. We do virtual classes. We have online courses. I mean, the sky's the limit. We have anywhere, like our, for, our first class we did was about 15 people. And the last one we did was almost 200 people. And this was all within a year and a half. So it's amazing to see that people are really interested in stepping out of the norms, especially as a woman, because I didn't want to do it. I'm like, trucking? You don't, when you think of trucking, what do you think of? I'm not going to say it, but you know, you know, you don't, you, it, it, it's just a, a whole different ball game and it. You can make passive income once you really get the process together. So we're here to really guide you in the direction of, hey, you only got to do this, do that. Like we're literally giving you how to start a trucking business for dummies template. So, and then with that being said, also the, uh, I'm in real estate, we opened a real estate office. So I'm actually, I've created a course to show people how to, the, the steps to become a realtor and how to close and how you can make good income. And obviously you can join my office and you know, I'll coach you the whole way through. So that hasn't released yet. So that's, you're one of the first ones to know. So, Amazing. Yeah, so that will be out soon. But I mean, it's honestly, there's, there's no need to have competition. There's just so much work out there. There's so much things going on in this world, even with what's going on now. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like we should work together because of the more we work together, the more money we make. I just, one thing that I love about your journey, Shanti, is that you try different things. You were resourceful. You looked within yourself, said, what do I want to do now? You know, and there's this sort of aura about you that, that says there's more than enough. There's more than enough opportunities for all of us. And that abundance mindset, I think, you know, the evidence is shown by the success that you've had in your businesses is that mindset of thinking there there's more than enough versus oh, there's not enough room for me or there's too much competition um, is a really powerful thing. Uh, so my question for you would be, 
speaking directly to the women, the minority women, what advice would you give them if they're thinking about a big shift in their life or in their career? For one, don't ask people for advice. Like other, don't ask your uncle, don't ask your best friend, don't ask a, a distant friend. Honestly, if you feel you can do it, then go for it because people are going to tell you, oh, are you sure? Like, look at the stats. You might not do well. Like, you know nothing about it. Don't listen to it. Because I always use the same scenario. Me and you could own the same store and same exact stuff inside and mine can do better because how my customer services, my marketing, my anything, anything could go on and um, I can just kill it. You know, you can't really take the advice of some people because they're really not there to guide you in the right direction. They feel like they can't do it. So they're going to tell you, oh, you shouldn't do it. You know, I'm sure we've all gone through that. I've asked people all the time, Oh, so I feel like that's why I didn't even end up opening like nail shops or insurance offices or all these things. Cause I listen to people. Like I would listen to someone that owned an insurance office. So what do you think about it? Oh, the business is not this. And you know, you hear it and you're like, you really run with it and you say, you know what, maybe it's not for me, but mind you, if I might, maybe if I would have tried it and opened it, I could have been successful. So don't, don't take, take, Take the good. Don't listen to the negative. If you feel you can do it, then go for it. The sky's the limit. What's the worst that could happen? Honestly. Take that shift. If you want to leave corporate America, I would say do it. Make sure you have a good savings, though. I'm not going to say do it and you have nothing. No, especially if you have a family to provide. Make sure you have a good little pillow and go for it. Yeah, or as I like to say, if you're going to take the leap, make sure you have a big parachute or a, <laughs> yeah. soft, or a soft place to land. <laughs> yes, because they're going to be mad at us if they don't have a savings and they listened and took the leap and they're over here like, I took the leap and now I have, I'm homeless, this and that. No, make sure this, like, we're going to be real. Make sure you have a savings and then decide what you want to do, but make sure you do it properly. Do get business plans. If you need to get funding, talk to, talk to bankers. If you if you have investors or um, business partners, make sure all the paperwork is done correctly. Just do it correctly. And if you guys need help, you know, I, um, my, you can contact me. My email is info at shantihoffman.com. And my Instagram is at Shanti Hoffman. I'm always giving out goodies and, you know, advice. And if you wanted to get in the trucking industry or real estate industry, you know, definitely give me a call. That's so amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Shanti, and for sharing all these wonderful gems with uh, the women that listen to our show that are thinking about reinventing their life or their career. Um, you've done it so gracefully. And it sounds like, uh, this new trucking thing is you're onto something. There's a really big opportunity here. So I want to invite all of our listeners to think about passive income streams, diversifying their revenue, really making smart investments as they continue to learn how to shift and to pivot. And I love, I'm so obsessed with the fact that you have taken your expertise and packaged it up. Uh, to deliver it through digital courses. That's something that I'm really passionate about. And so super inspired and super impressed with you, Shanti. Is, there any, you. is there any last thing you want our listeners to know? And just remind us one more time where they can find you. So you can find me at on Instagram at 
at Shanti Hoffman, S-H-A-N-T-I-H-O-F-F-M-A-N. Or you could even send me an email at info at shantihoffman.com. And if you are interested in the trucking, it's truckitright.com. And I mean, I just want to say that, you know, if anyone's going through something financially or in a relationship or just anything that's not going well in their life, there will be better days. All you can do is just have patience and slowly move on. But it's not the end. I promise you. Just keep on going and it'll just only get better. Especially if you're at your worst point, it only gets better from that point on. I love that. Thank you again, Shanti. Of course. Thank you, Crystal. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Likewise. Okay. Shanti is incredible. I really hope you all enjoyed that episode. Make sure you go follow her on Instagram at Shanti Hoffman. She's so inspiring, I tell you, and she's a badass boss babe. Okay, I see you girl getting snatched. All right, check me out too. Follow me at Ms. Crystal Willis and make sure you guys review, like, leave a comment, share this. Thank you for listening to the Chrysalis Podcast.